0: Radio
1: audio. Very auspicious beginning.
0: Look. That's what you call a satellite. They used to bounce messages across the earth. Shows. Everyone in the old world had a show. Do you think there's still somebody out there? Thank you. How you,
1: Nice to see you! Have a nice day! Because you're bastard people! Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? They said when you got here the whole thing started. Who are you? What are you? Where did you come from? I think you're the cause of all this. I think you're evil! EVIL! Yes. Hi, I was wondering If this was the same Chris T. who does um, the radio show, um, because if it is, I think your show is really great. Um,
0: But if it isn't, um, I'm sorry to have bothered you. Whoa, that was the caller from hell. This is an important message from the CDC. You have been recognized as someone who has been in direct contact with a person or persons who have COVID-19 coronavirus. You are required to remain where you are and self-quarantine for 14 days and possibly more due to your small wiener. Tiny wieners have willing more quarantine days. Wiener
1: size like yours could triple your time. Please be advised that you have a tiny wiener.
0: I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! What sort of talk is that? Modern talk?
1: I know how to talk to people.
0: You're a bunch of pussies wearing masks!
1: (laughs) Whoopsie-daisy! You are not sleepy or tired, ever. Yeah, right. Oh, how I wish. Oh, it's me, Chris T. Here on thehoundnyc.com, where uh, every Sunday you get your hound howl at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by Crashing the Party, do up chop chop of the air with uh, Mark and Miriam. And this is another new and live aerial view. Nice to be back. Right where I belong, baby. Here at home in the Hawk. On New Year's Eve, with another six hours, less than six hours left in this miserable fucking year of 2021. Annis Horribilis. Is that how you say that? Please call and uh, correct my pronunciation. 760 760 760-I-CALL-A-V. Tonight, a very... Special Aerial View is one of my longtime friends. I've known this guy since I was 12. Jeff Mashey makes a return to the program. I forget when he was here last, but uh, it's been a minute. So it'll be nice to have him back here. And he'll talk a little bit about how Rutgers, his employer, has been handling the uh, Omicron. Omicron. Please call and correct my pronunciation. 760 760- 422 I call AV because I swear I don't know how that's pronounced, even though I've heard it probably a hundred times. It just doesn't stick in my head, and maybe because I don't care. Because I can't wait for all this to be over. We're now in the third year. Well, we, we will be soon in less than six hours. We will be in the third year of the pandemic. Something uh, I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And uh, something I don't want to ever see again. I would like to get to my demise without going through another one of these. And no, that wasn't a reference to a uh, missing foundation record. Sorry. 760 5528 If you hear anything on this program that I mispronounce and you would like to take part. I would also love to hear from you and get some kind of update on your 2021, how it went for you. Some of you might have had a really good year. Who knows? I know uh, I was reminded by the execrable Mark Zuckerberg via Facebook, what I put up last year at this time on Facebook, and there I was saying that 2021 can't possibly be any worse than 2020. <laughs> Jokes on me. Where's my laugh track, man? Where, where's the laugh track I asked for last week? You got me coming out of a goddamn upbeat song. I is Don on the phone? I want someone to get Don on the phone and get me my laugh track. All right, I'll do my own. I'll do it myself. (laughs) oh what a terrible laugh track but what a terrible year 2021 terrible terrible year as far as i'm concerned it'll go down in my personal history as among the suckiest years i've known right alongside of uh 1974 uh 1985 Uh, 1992 and 2001. Why was it so sucky for me? I bet you're wondering, well, the business that I opened in 2020 was forced to close through uh, no fault of my own. And I have spent the last several weeks going back and forth to Saugerties, New York, By the way, I found out what Socrates means. It's a Dutch word, meaning we give up. That's what it means. As near as I can tell. Uh, Going back and forth to deconstruct the thing that I built so carefully. And uh, working largely alone, sweet tea is off of her feet. And the... Other person who was going to help me do all of this, well, was out of commission as well. Let's just put it that way. So, thank God for my friend Jim who came up on Wednesday and helped shuttle stuff back and forth to the storage unit. 10 by 10 foot storage unit and it's filling up mighty fast. So, the whole time I was uh, packing stuff into boxes, little banker's boxes, because you don't want boxers that are too big. They'll just get too heavy the whole time I'm packing boxes in there I'm thinking to myself why do I own so much stuff I don't want to own so much stuff and I'm wondering now if I'm entering that phase of just divesting and getting rid of shit condomareeing my fucking life because I can't take it anymore every object that I own owns me that's how it works. Your possessions come to possess you. That's how it works. And I'm picking shit up left and right thinking, Did this spark joy? I wonder if it sparks joy. Let me see if this sparks joy. And a lot of it, I gotta say, uh, didn't spark joy. <laughs> A lot of it just made me sad. And I would think to myself, how did I come to own this thing? Where the hell did this come from? Why do I have it? Now, keep in mind, a lot of the stuff I'm referring to is stuff that was coming out of the store, so it was there for sale. And I guess I didn't sell it, is what it comes down to. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Better luck next time! <laughs> so, yeah, that was the main reason 2021 sucked balls, but there was also my foot surgery, third foot surgery that happened during the first, or was it the second? When did we get underway with the damn coronavirus? Oh, yeah, it was March 2020, right? So this January 2021, January 20th, there I am at uh, Bayonne Hospital Medical Center, whatever they call it, having a third foot surgery and uh, wondering if I'm going to get COVID in the hospital and die. And uh, just 14 days before, two weeks before, there had been an insurrection. That's always a good sign that your year is going to suck when there's an insurrection. And then the foot surgery, and then I had to close the store for uh, just over 13 weeks. A little more than three months I was closed. And then I reopened in April. And things went pretty well, I got to say. And then uh, somewhere around July or August, noises started to be made. uh, That perhaps I wasn't, this, this arrangement wasn't working out and perhaps it wouldn't work out and perhaps it needed to be ended and perhaps i needed to go and it took me by surprise i was shocked and disappointed and upset but ultimately there was not a hell of a lot that i could do about it ultimately except go because I made the mistake of not being on the lease. So goodbye. Adios. Scram. Get the hell out. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. In just a few minutes, we'll be joined by longtime friend Jeff Mashey, who uh, will tell us what the hell is going on at Rutgers University with the coronavirus. Nowadays, I just call it Omicron, Omicron, whatever you want to call it. And uh, that's good enough for me. Let's see if uh, Jeff can hear us. Jeff, can you hear us? I can. I can. Can you hear me? I certainly can. You're coming through plain and clear and fine. I, I, I'll do my best. Do my best. So uh, Happy New Year, everybody out there. Are you still saying that
0: shit? Why don't you give up with that? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, you know, Chris, I'm always a pretty optimistic person. you yeah, know? how did you that know? happen? <laughs> I'm still curious. Uh, I uh a pessimistic uh, uh, parent, so I, it was a great good negative role model.
1: Oh, like I had an alcoholic parent, so I never became an alcoholic.
0: Yeah, well, that was your issue.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Fortunately, I did not have
1: an alcoholic parent. (laughs) So how was your 2021? I'm curious now. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll give you a little bit of background. Uh,
0: So at Rutgers, you know, big, big university, medical school, the whole deal. Uh my title, just so you know, is director of labor relations. I deal with the all the unions at Rutgers, most of the unions anyway. And um, you know, and 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 the the whole thing happened in um in March of twenty twenty uh twenty twenty, when we realized that we had to shut everything down and Rutgers at the time was uh uh, a little bit behind the curve on telecommuting so not only did everybody have to begin telecommuting right away I mean within the week but classes is the same deal you know and look we have a lot of professors we have a lot of instructors not all of which uh, were pretty proficient at teaching a class uh, you know online but we, we had to make it happen and then of course we made it happen for the spring semester and then in the fall semester we you know, this past fall we more or less had students back on campus, and I'm not going to say last semester was a normal semester; it was not. But at least we had we had people on campus. But for the period of of um, uh, March through the through the summer, it was very uh, it was it was very strange. Um, uh, I I, I live very close by to the campus, so I I, I continue to come to my office every day. I volunteered. Everyone else is more or less telecommuting. Um, and of course work is was all um now taken you know it all happens through zoom now every meeting happens through zoom so many meetings i have are very confrontational they happen through zoom um you know it, it's funny uh, from a from a from, you know from a strict labor relations standpoint from a, from a work standpoint uh, clearly i mean we can as a society the people that can do it work from home now of course you know, we have a lot of jobs where it's impossible to work from home. You know, I'd be working in the medical field
1: or department of in, sanitation. Uh, that would be a little sanitation, hard. Sanitation,
0: blue collar staff. We have a police. You know, we have a police department. We have operating engineers. I mean, I wish more
1: police would work from home. Maybe so many people wouldn't get <laughs> murdered.
0: But you know, the bulk of our white collar staff, you know, we're able to, and they're still mostly working from home. I mean, we we yes, we had a lot of people come back to campus when we tried to integrate partially. Um, I, you know, from a personal standpoint, I don't, I didn't, I did, I, I didn't want to work from home, so I continued to go in, uh, to to a more or less empty building. That's just my my preference. But I was in the minority. Most people, once they started, I mean, the, once they started working from home, they did not want, they did not want to come back.
1: Now, why was your preference to, yeah, to actually to actually be at the office instead of? Uh, why is it
0: my preference? Yes. I believe in a, a comp- I live a very comp- compartmentalized life. I have my work life, I have my personal life, and I just felt. And then your serial
1: home- killer <laughs> life that goes on mostly at night, right? Oops, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry.
0: No, we talked about this before, to not bring that up, you know. I apologize. (laughs) No, it's just not something that, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't have that big a place to begin with, and I just, I prefer keeping things separate, you know. Um, yeah, but, but basically got,
1: and practically you you, uh, you can practically throw a rock and hit your place of work i mean you're not that yeah, far I mean, right? I had, right
0: plus i had access to you know i have access to a copy machine i have access to paper you know yeah it just it made me easier to do my job why don't you, know? you get so one of those
1: great. electrified bikes and then you, you could even leave the car you know leave the car behind it's funny you say
0: that i mean rutgers has a scooter community we uh we have a lot of scooters on campus now and uh, the bikes, we see them all over. I mean, one of one of my things during the, I think we might have talked about this when the pandemic first started to keep me sane was to bike around the, the empty campus, which was very unusual. It, you know, in the late spring, when it's a beautiful day, usually there are students everywhere. And in this case, there was not. And, uh, my first thought is, wow, this is really cool. I have the whole campus to myself. There's nobody here. And then I thought, wow, this is really weird.
1: This is really weird. Hey, by the know, way, it's um, very apocalyptic. you know, I usually start the show uh, after uh, I rant and rave with an upside down <laughs> update. And that's really just me looking at the news. And as we're speaking, there's a story in the New York Times from 48 minutes ago. More universities change spring schedules as Omicron spreads. And yeah, it says here, I, 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 can, I,
0: I haven't got an email yet from Rutgers, but we are, we, the students don't come back on our end until after um, the Martin Luther King holiday, uh, as far as people who are the employees like myself, uh, they already said the first week back, January 3rd, uh, telecommute if you can. Um, and I, I, again, I'll be going in, but most people will definitely be telecommuting and that, that'll probably spill into the second week. I mean, as soon as this thing so, hit also, I, want, I mentioned we're heavily unionized. We have about 25 unions or so that we deal with. And we've had, since this thing started, weekly health and safety meetings to be collaborative with the unions to figure out how we want to, how we want to handle this. And they, I think that's gone. I mean, obviously, there have been bumps in the road, but I think we've handled it pretty well. Probably better than most universities, I think, basically. well, Particularly universities of our size.
1: Michigan State, which was featured prominently uh, in the Adam McKay film don't look up that sweet tea and i actually got to watch last night and uh i enjoyed it i don't know what all the bad reviews are about i enjoyed it i thought it was a good film but they just joined 50 other states michigan state in saying that they're pushing back the their openings they're still going to be remote and they have delayed starts and a combination of that and remote classes so 50 schools at this point um Around the country, have said that uh, Omicron. By the way, is it Omicron or Omicron? I still don't know. Uh, I haven't uh, looked that up. I don't. Fortunately, uh, I, I haven't had to say it very often. Apparently, it's not going as deep in the lungs. That's might be the saving grace of this whole thing. But now, also, we don't know if it will outpace Delta and become the predominant strain. So that's the other thing that uh, is the, the conversation. Going on right what's now. What's the but, next one? What's
0: the next alphabet? What's the next one? After Omicron, what's the next one? Uh
1: they're skipping yeah. uh xi because uh, X I because of the president, uh Premier, uh Chairman, whatever the hell his title is of uh China. So they're not using that one. So the whatever is after that. I don't know. I'm a I'm Greek. Uh, my last name is Greek. Oh, I, what is that? I mean, what is next? I don't know what's next. But, yeah. You're asking anyway, me what's in the Greek alphabet? Hmm, yes, let's take a the look. Greek alphabet? haven't you studied this this your heritage man uh pie they're not gonna use pie are they wow I wonder if they would use pie everybody knows pie right everybody Power likes is
0: scary because isn't pie never
1: ending pie uh, yeah here's the Greek alphabet uh, <laughs> let me let me just run through it real fast uh you know it starts with alpha and it ends with omega, right? You've heard that the alpha and the omega, right? Yeah, I think so, some
0: science fiction, many science fiction films. Right, you're a that. you're
1: a fan. You probably read that Nazimov at some point. <laughs> so uh, you got alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon. These all sound like fraternities or sororities. <laughs> They're all right? fraternities. Uh, zeta. That's why they call it Greek life, I guess. Uh, Eta, which is a uh, symbols an H. Theta. Iota, well, you don't know one iota, kappa, lambda, mu, nu, z, or she, or someone double-check my pronunciation, omicron, there we go, pi, rho, sigma, tau, epsilon, phi, chi, psi, and omega. I guess the Greeks invented wow. higher learning. Wow. Is that what we're to believe with all this?
0: I, I... I know what to say and all that. So I can't, I, my speculation would be, I think what will happen uh, if, if, if something's announced at Rutgers, i will just go back to mostly online classes again. And that would be, fair. I think it's fairly, I, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's something we've done before and we can. We have two weeks to think about it. So I think when I go back to my office on January, uh, on Monday, actually, you know, we'll probably be some, some talk about it, but uh, we're already encouraging most of the staff that can to, uh, to telecommute.
1: So, uh, by yeah, the way, I, if you haven't heard the news, Betty White uh, passed away 17 yeah, days so shy of her she, 100th birthday. 100? Did, did she, she hit hundred? She was 17 days shy of her 100th birthday. Oh, okay. So
0: really,
1: 99. That seems,
0: I mean, that seems pretty cruel, doesn't it? I mean, you're only you want to get to the three digits, right? I mean. You
1: want to get to the three digits. If you can, uh, for me, that would be another grueling 40 years. like jesus yeah i mean the way i feel now i'm like i can't imagine what 100 would be like you know i'm just like i got pain in my right knee i got something going on behind my left calf i got oh man uh, you name it lumbago dropsy (laughs) i got everything but omicron so you know uh,
0: getting back to our little thing here i'm putting Rutgers aside i just and since we're both new jersey residents i don't see i just don't see the restrictions being put in place as before uh it's you know it's 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 not it doesn't seem to be as as deadly uh i don't think nobody wants to like like the movie which i did not see that you saw i don't think uh although i think new jersey handled it pretty well in the beginning i don't think they want to make that political leap to say we're going to lock down again
1: yes Uh, i've
0: been out look in December. i've been out a lot in december some before omicron some after i was out at lunch with some friends today and (laughs) <laughs> the roads were packed, you know, the uh, people were sitting at the, at, at the bar at the restaurant watching the, you know, the Rutgers football game, actually, you know. Uh, some people walked in with masks, but they were taken off immediately. Hmm. Uh, I, apparently some cities, East Brunswick, very close to me, apparently has put out, has come out with a, uh, an ordinance saying, uh, now if you're indoors, you must wear a mask. But I don't know how that's going to be enforced. That puts a lot of burden on businesses. I guess restaurants, you know, you can nothing's changed. You can go in, but uh, once you start eating, obviously you have to take your mask off. Um, I've been to one event uh, just before Omicron. It was a December 11th. Uh, it was a sold-out concert, and it was packed to the gills. Uh, some of you listeners may know it, uh, Starland Ballroom. You know, to see some ba- you see some bands, and it was really crowded. The band was uh, Taking Back Sunday, but the the staff was, you know, they were very very good. I mean. You had that you had to show your card, you had to show your vaccination, you had to show that you were negative. I mean, they're pretty thorough anyway to get in there, and the staff was very polite. But once you got in, <laughs> not, no, I didn't see a, other than the staff, I didn't see a single mask being worn. And you know, yeah. I've, I've since done a home test, I've tested negative. I'll, I'll probably test again when I have to go back to Rutgers. Um, so I look, it's very <sighs> It's these are very strange times we're living in. Oh okay, It's clearly not the same as it was a year ago, where if you if you did if you did get the illness, there was a very good chance of you, you know, getting very seriously ill. There were two people that I knew very very well that were that were really on death's door that managed to recover. Uh, one person that was there, uh, that was very close to, uh, you know, very close to not living anymore, actually said in the hospital through a message that uh, he was. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was hard to stay positive, you know. And I, I, I don't, I don't think you're seeing that now. Now it's more like, oh yeah, I got it. All right, I guess I better stay home, you know. And Delta's still pretty severe, but I, I get, I, yeah. Again, I, I, only from what I hear, I guess if you're vaccinated, it's not as severe. If you're unvaccinated, well, you're yeah. If
1: you have the double tap and the booster, yeah, you could. You're probably gonna be okay. There's still breakthrough infections, and there are still people who end up with we don't know what uh, omicron and long covid you know we don't really know what if it'll be any different than any other covid and uh we don't know if there's another covid coming along but there might be another variant i saw a very funny did you see this cartoon did you see this cartoon by the way it's pretty funny cartoon that i saw today it's like scrooge leaning out a window you know the end of uh the, uh, I think I have seen A Christmas carol. carol. Is that what it's called? Yes. A Christmas Carol? Yeah. and Christmas Carol. And he's shaking. His, he's, uh, he opens up the window and he yells out the window, uh, boy, uh, what day is this? Yes. Well, in this cartoon, he's yelling, boy, what variant is this? Come on. That's pretty good, right? What variant is this? Come on. Where's my laugh track? I asked for my laugh track. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you
0: want me to be the laugh Where's track? Where's my laugh track? <laughs> Funny, it's a funny cartoon. I, I just Jeff um, Mashey
1: is with me, one of my oldest, dearest friends, who I've uh, known since I was twelve, which is an amazing at this point of uh, forty-seven years. Long time. Oh right. my god! Soon we'll know long each time. other fifty years if we go another three years. That's all we I, you know. Do. It's funny. I
0: always think when I see some bands that are touring. You know, it's our fiftieth anniversary tour. I'm like, really? How What's could that awesome?
1: be? How could that be? You say to yourself, "How? How could it be?" By the way, uh, t- tonight is the anniversary of uh, the show that the Nihilistics played at Irving Plaza. Yeah. That was uh, DOA from Canada was headlining, and uh, Channel Three joined, uh, sort of late, and we were on it. And uh, there might have been one other band. I'm trying to remember if well, there what's was the one history other behind band. that, Chris. Like, I actually uh, had.
0: Uh joey's book for a while his about autobi- his biography and i gave it to a friend so that was pretty that was a big deal right i mean it was oh the big boys yeah
1: the big boys from uh or big boys is i don't think he used the the but big boy big boys, austin texas band right? austin texas, texas very influential band they their tendrils went uh, very far and wide uh you had uh, tim kerr on guitar who that night, I discovered used a Woolen Sack tube tape recorder as a guitar preamp, something I had done years prior because I couldn't afford any uh, any distortion boxes or anything like that. So I ran the Woolen Sack into a Univox guitar amplifier, and then I got some really nice, creamy distortion, very lovely creamy distortion. And and he did the same thing. I was fascinated by that. But yeah, the big boys who actually apparently according to a very good friend of mine uh paul bear uh from sheer terror he, he, still he, plays. he, still he plays, was right? he was yeah paul still uh, performs and tours and uh he's recently engaged so congratulations on being engaged paul he uh is has a better memory than me on a lot of this shit most people do i mean ron has a better memory than me and a lot of this stuff, for whatever reason, I, I really wish I'd come home and written it down. Now I wish I had just written it down, which is, I think, why I'm writing everything down nowadays, because I didn't write it down back then.
0: Well, let's talk about that night. You said there was there wasn't there a dueling concert that night because of the price.
1: There was a fifteen dollar at the door cover charge to attend uh, this show at Irving Plaza. And $12 if you paid in advance, and you can go to a number of places and buy tickets in advance, you know, various record stores, places like that, Venus Records, Rat Cage Records, uh, Free Being Records, you can go there, you could even Cedarhurst, Long Island, you can go to Asphalt Jungle and buy tickets to this thing, but... uh it featured something called Midnight Craze. I don't know what Midnight Craze was. I don't remember. Uh, but there would also be ska and skanking music by B-Boy. B-E-B-O-Y, whoever B-Boy is. It's lost the time. But it so, wasn't
0: a competing show that night? It, it was at, it was right at this
1: place called The Plug, which other people have said was in that guy uh, Geo Giamelski's Loft. I believe in Manhattan and he would turn his loft into like a nightclub and actually people would pay to get in and he would do these big parties and he would have a DJ. And I I think that might've been, that might've been where it was. Uh, Again, my memory is not as good as other people. I just remember suddenly there was a competing show because they thought the ticket price was too high. They couldn't believe Anybody was going to, you know, like, why would you charge $15 to get in kind of thing? So all I know is the turnout wasn't really what it was supposed to be at this uh, show at the famous, the world famous Irving Plaza, which is probably now a uh, a condo. I don't think tells no,
0: me. I think they still have shows there. I think they still
1: have shows. Oh, really? Is there still a, <laughs> at Irving Plaza? So oh, shows yeah, what I, I, think- I know. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, think so. I, I I don't know. I'm gonna look it up at some point when I find five minutes. I'll look it up. See Do you remember what time you there. hit
0: the stage? Do you remember what time he started playing?
1: Um, I think. Well, according to again, according to Paul Bearer, the only the the two bands that actually played that night were Channel Three and the Nihilistics. According to him, uh, Big Boys never performed. And neither did DOA. Now, I remember watching both of those bands. This, I do remember seeing them soundcheck. I know they soundchecked. And it was during the Nihilistic soundcheck that I discovered that my my amp, my Galion Kruger 212 combo amp, had died and wasn't working. And I ended up having to beg Joey Shithead to let me use his Marshall rig. And he really, really, really didn't want me to. Somehow, uh, I was able to. And that's the only reason why we were able to play. And we probably went on at like 10 o'clock or we might have got on closer. What was to... the story behind that? What was the story behind what? The other two bands not playing. I think there was some kind of thing that happened. Oh, man, I tried to call Ron last night to get the actual details. And, it went, you know, I, I got his voicemail. I couldn't uh, get in touch with him because I don't want to say stuff. That's wrong. Like, I don't even know if Gio Giamelski is an actual name or one I just invented. You know, uh,
0: in his book, in Joey Shida's book, he he talks about this, and I forget. He gave the reason for not playing. I don't have the book here. I loaned it to
1: somebody. You're he a fucking tease, you know that? What a tease. You're such a tease, <laughs> man. You're a fucking tease, because now I want to know what the fuck he had to say I about it. You
0: like, Google it. And why didn't D.O.A. play it? 1979 at Irving Plaza. And probably
1: people, you know, it's not 1979, stuff. first of all. It was 1982 into 83. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was is, a little what later Why did DOA
0: there. play Irving Plaza? You know, probably I'll probably get a long article
1: about it. Uh, <laughs> here, I'm going to try it right now because I, I guarantee you nothing <laughs> is going to come up. Why didn't DOA play Irving Plaza in 1982? Here we go. You ready?
0: Okay, let's, let's If see anything how, uh, comes up, I will work. be
1: am- amazed. Uh, no, not there. That's not it. Black Flag, The Misfits, Irving Plaza, uh, Suicidal Tendencies. No, it's not in there. Oh, well. Sorry. Wah, wah. I'm, I'm okay. I, 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 you you better find that before. fucking book. <laughs> Who'd you give I it to? It to
0: a, I, I don't know. I gave it to a lady friend. I don't know. If you got to get it, it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in politics now, Joey, isn't he? Oh, is,
1: I, I, is he? Is he? Does think he think run as he Joey, Joey shithead? Yeah, I think he is. So here's what happened in my memory is they that was their protest. Like they found out that the promoter. There was something having to do I'll with the promoter.
0: Yeah, the yeah.
1: promoter somehow either fucked them over or or guaranteed. I here's what I think. Ha- in my memory, this is what it sounds happened. Accurate. It sounds what accurate. What happened was this counter show that was staged, put together quickly, where like MDC, millions of dead cops, uh, whatever the uh, what else did it stand for? Stand for MDC? Other things. You can make other things out of MDC, but. Th- the point is, they played the show, a bunch of other bands, and it pulled attendance away from this New Year's Eve show, because if, from what I recall, there wasn't a lot of advanced ticket sales, so the thought was people will show up the night of the event, and guess what? They didn't show up. So it was a largely empty Irving Plaza. I remember the place not being that full at all. And so I'm pretty sure what hap- what would happen next in a scenario like that is the the promoter would be like, I can't pay you what I told you I was going to pay you because I don't have the money. And these bands were like, well, no, sorry. You know, we came all this way and now we're just going to pack up and leave. Sorry, we're not playing. And that's one scenario I could see. The other one I could see is where they were like, you know what? Screw it. We're not uh, playing for you. We're going to go play at this other party. I I don't know what happened. All I know is uh, they didn't play. So well, there you go first of
0: all i I, I think you're right. I don't think a music promoter would ever do
1: anything that unscrupulous and unfair that's uh that's interesting you would say that this was a uh a uh, a woman in a white leather jacket. I remember she had a white leather jacket she wore her hair short, she was fairly butch and she was pretty good at like sort of standing her ground with these bands you know like that are mostly dudes and so she would go toe to toe with these guys and i and I, and I know uh, she was in a tough spot, I'm sure. Here she is. She's probably lured these bands. Fucking DOA from Canada, right? The b- big boys from Austin, Texas, they drive all that way because they didn't fly. They had to bring their equipment, so they drove Channel to New 3, York City. Channel
0: 3 was West Coast, weren't
1: they? Channel 3 came came from California. And, I thought uh, they were West Coast, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nihilistics had to go all of uh, 35 miles. <laughs> so so there you you, go yeah but then you had to go
0: back to long island that's
1: right and that's the part that sucked three fucking hours to go to long island yeah sometimes it was bad but um but you know uh, there are pictures from that night vicky torch who was a photographer on the scene at that time uh if you look her up on google if you google vicky torch she took a lot of pictures from that show, from that night, so there are pictures of me and you know up on stage and the band up on stage. It's a whole thing. It's, well, I mean, uh, do you remember having
0: a good time? And do you remember staying there till midnight, or did you go somewhere else?
1: I that remember. Um, I remember having not that great a time. I remember thinking uh, it was pretty horrible what was going on because nobody was coming, and we didn't know. You know, we we couldn't really tell why they weren't coming. Was it because of us? Did they, you know, there was a lot of people who didn't like the Nihilistics. Uh, it's, it's, it was an acquired taste, that band. I guess it still is. But there were people who were not going to go, you know, and, and because it was us, probably, they probably thought some other New York band should have been doing that show with all of these out of town bands. They probably thought it should have been Crowd or somebody else. But, you know, Ron had some kind of in with the promoter and, and I don't know, managed to get us on the bill, you know? So I think there was some, there was a weird animosity jealousy thing going on. There, there, were, there were different things going on there that uh, I remember feeling very tense all night long about it. I remember thinking this uh, it's not that, this isn't that great. This gig that's supposed to be astounding, memorable, whatever you want to call it, it's turning out to be a disaster. And uh, there you go. That's what I remember. I, I sure would like to verify any part of this. Against anybody else's version, but uh, where Maybe were you cool. while I was doing all that? Were you in, still in I school? I mean,
0: I, I, that night, I don't, I don't know, man. I was, I was in college. Yeah, uh, I it was. I'm sure I was home on New Year's Eve. I don't. I guess I get, didn't go to the show.
1: Were you and I even in
0: touch? Would you have known there was a show? Yeah, I'm sure we were in touch. I probably asked you for a free ticket, and I, and you said, you know, screw off. And then we probably that's probably why I didn't go.
1: Well, I. Probably would have gotten you a free ticket. I'm i do not sure know. I cared all that much about it. Maybe, but...
0: uh, maybe other bandmates said, so Don't invite that guy, Mashy, whatever you do.
1: Whatever you do. Do you remember, uh, Mike? Do you remember interacting with Mike, by the way? Because you're yeah, one of the few absolutely. people who very much, yeah, very much. What, what would you like to say about uh, Mike at this particular well, juncture gotta... in the program? I,
0: I. You know, I have largely positive memories of Mike, you know, but I I only had him in limited qualities, you know, and quantities. Yeah. And he was always very nice to me. He was always very, you know, he was
1: always very, um, you know, he was always jocular. He was jocular. That's the word you're looking well, I mean, for.
0: He never, he never threatened me. But look, Mike was also one of those guys that, you know, if he could intimidate you, he could. So, you know, he, he didn't really bother to intimidate people that he thought were good friends, because what's the point of that? What's the right? point of
1: that? Right. I think,
0: he, I think he did consider me a pretty good friend. Uh, yeah. You know, the last few times, you know, I visited him at his house before, uh, you know, he, he got along pretty well. You know, and then, of course. Wait, what is it? Was
1: this after I was out of the band? You
0: visited him at his house? Trying to think, I know I was there once without you, I forget yeah, why. wow, after, uh, we listened to records, and he was very you know he was very he was friendly, and we had a beer or two and uh and he didn't try to choke time, you to death
1: like he did to me didn't try to choke me to death, okay,
0: but he, That's I remember good. i mean I, yeah but the guy what people forget about Mike and you don't forget about it, but the man had an incredible. for this in the mid eighties you know late you know, mid eight early eighties, the man had the most impressive, ridiculously impressive punk hardcore record collection ever i
1: mean
0: if he's still around and it was in the collection was still around he could probably just retire on that he bought everything that came out that was interesting everything yeah i I mean i mean i think he's i mean he had a decent job right he would just spend all his money on that
1: well yeah i mean he 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 worked well he worked for lilco for a while i don't know how long before it was lipa (laughs) <laughs> Lilco, the Long Island Lighting Company, which became the Long Island Power Authority. Lipa. Like, Lipa Suction. And, uh, yeah, so he probably made a pretty decent uh, dollar. That's why sometimes I wonder if he's the Long Island serial killer, but uh, probably not. You know, I'm thinking... Well, that's it, that's
0: something we will never know.
1: We'll never know. Just uh, based on the way that he tried to choke me to death that night. Your second reference to serial killers, by the way. Uh, uh, you know... <laughs> I don't know why that is. I, was, I, I just read about one. That's why. They just discovered another one. This is Aerial View here on Houndnyc.com, where Sundays you could hear Hound Howl's at 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. Crash in the party. Do a chop shop of the year with Mark and Mary, my good friend Jeff Mash. She's on the line with me. 760-422-5528 is the number here if you want to call in. Tell us how your 2021 was. How do you think 2022 is going to be for you? I don't know. You? Yeah, I
0: was thinking about that. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, there's a possibility I'll even retire in the next 12 months, but I don't know yet.
1: You got a um, birthday coming up on Insurrection Day. Big, big, big yeah, birthday.
0: Even, uh, that was, that's my birthday, January 6th has not been ruined forever. You know, I know. Um,
1: how weird is that?
0: <laughs> you know, it was how? very, you know, the epiphany was very, it was very. Uh...
1: Happy birthday, Jeff.
0: I, I let your audience know because I mean, I, yeah, I turned the big six zero. Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Well,
0: uh, Thursday night.
1: That means that uh, you know, you and I are no longer relevant, and we have no
0: significance.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, you know, it's been a good run, I guess. It's so been far. a good run. I was relevant at one time. Oh, was I relevant? I'll tell you. You should have uh, seen yeah. me when I was relevant, you bastards.
0: I like the fact that you saying I was relevant at one time. I'll take that as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had Pipus. you hear me? Pipus. Look at well, me I, now. I,
0: I, You know, it's funny. I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I went out today and had to run some errands, and I had to stop in like a deli. And, of course, they were selling the 2022, you know, New Year's Eve uh, ball drop glasses, you know.
1: Oh, those ridiculous the in one eye and the glasses in the other. that you bought. Right? I did. not You, I, didn't, you know, didn't?
0: I actually thought about it. I actually thought about
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> you actually thought about it for a split second. What are we going to do? Stand there in your uh, condo <laughs> by yourself the with your glasses have, the glasses? Uh, the ones I have the 2020 glasses, man. Who knew? <laughs> live stream it. Sure. The year, the, the year, everything. Well, I think things have kind of been rolling downhill for a while, but uh, who knows? 2022, I'm hoping for the best. I'm trying to uh, prepare myself for the worst. You know how they say, "Hope for the best, prepare for the worst." You've had a, you've had a, you've had a very adventurous
0: 2021. So let's face it; I mean, you really, uh, you've had a lot, you did a lot this year.
1: Is that how you're repackaging it? Adventurous? I like that. It, That's it, not bad. It, wasn't, it? Was adventurous, wasn't it? I mean, it was uh, pretty adventurous. Overall, you had some highs, yeah. you had some lows. You know, there were highs, there were lows, there were some. Uh, you know, best of times, worst of times, tale of two cities type of thing going on there, of course. Of course. Everybody, everybody's year, I'm sure, was like that. It's highs and lows, strikes and gutters, as they say. You know, it's funny, to recap the year, right? So, Chris, New Year
0: starts, we have no vaccine. Mm-hmm. Things are pretty bad. We have to mask up everywhere. I think at the time... Some restaurants were loosening up just a little bit. I remember, mm-hmm. I, remember, I do remember going out to eat a little bit uh, in January and February. And then we had the vaccine. I remember getting mine. I mm. did mine. I remember doing mine in April and, Ma- and May. Uh, talk about booster wasn't even really even done. And the numbers went down. And then just before summer started, right, everyone said, okay, everything's open up. There was a free. And then summer. And then at some point, in, I think it was some point in summer, the Delta came around. And they said, well... You know, this is actually a stronger strain. We're not, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little more contagion. You should be still protected. And then we kind of, a little bit, you know, the numbers went up, and we sort of got past that a little bit. Not really, but kind of. And then wham, whammo, wham. bam, bam. Thanksgiving uh, Day. That maybe you won't die from, and uh, there'll be a lot more breakthrough cases. So, you know, people are just getting weary at this point. Look, oh. I, I will repeat when I started going to meetings about this for Rutgers and when the whole thing started, like in February of 20, uh, 2020, right? February. Like, how long this been around? right? So early in the year, I remember one of the one of the, one of the scientists at Rutgers turned to me and he, he's like, look, we're going to have a pandemic. That's all there is to it. That's the way it's going to go. And he turned to me and he goes, just be glad it's not a deadly pandemic. And yes, because people died of COVID, right? A couple of percents, maybe. What was it? I don't know how many percents. But the low, right? But people died. Yeah. He said, "Could have easily been a pandemic where half of the people get it die."
1: Yeah. Well, I've so been it's reading it's about it's the uh, the spirit Spanish warning. flu of 1918 in this book called Flu, and I have to say uh, it's pretty frightening when you see just how quickly that spread and how deadly it was. You know, how many people who got the Spanish flu died of it it's it's pretty impressive
0: i, I gotta and, tell i i mean a few years ago i didn't know much about it i knew that i knew there was an uh, epidemic i didn't know how serious it was i mean the flu is part of our life now i get a shot every year sometimes you get it you know right people die of the flu as well we think of people that are mostly feeble and compromised die of the flu but flu is something we live with all the time and maybe maybe COVID will become that way as well but who knows you know next pandemic will be an Ebola-type pandemic. You
1: well, know. see, this is what the uh, Adam McKay movie I referenced earlier is really about. You know, it's a parable about climate change because he's big in the climate change community right. trying to raise awareness. And somebody said to him at some point, you know, because he was like, how do we get this across to people just how dire it is? And this person said, imagine there was a comet streaking towards the Earth. And and it was a 100 percent extinction event. And so he took that and he ran with it and he made a, a satire out of it. But it's a satire where everything is is grounded in something that is desperately wrong with this country right now. And there's a lot desperately wrong with it. There's a lot of things really, really wrong that have been wrong for a long time and they may never get better. I start to get very you're an optimist. I'm probably more of a pessimist, and I don't... Well, I, you know,
0: I haven't seen the movie. You know, I, I may watch it, but the big question for me is, so does Meryl Streep really get naked?
1: There is a shot towards the end, uh, and, I, 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 you know, spoiler alerts. I don't want to spoil it for you, but, yeah. <laughs> scene, right? I'm not going to tell you what the context is, but, yes. <laughs> it's dorsal nudity, though. It's not... Uh...
0: Dorsal nudity is yeah. playing next Thursday at Billy's Tavern. Dorsal nudity tonight at Billy's Tavern in Clifton. In Clifton <laughs> tonight. Dorsal nudity. A.O.D. reuniting three original members. <laughs> so, I mean, so I, I, I'll give you some best of stuff that I watched. this. Year. Oh, I shit.
1: In the six minutes we have left, let's do a best of. <laughs> Yeah, let's well, do it. a
0: little it. bit. Uh, I'll, I'll defend some oddball stuff that I uh, best of. Uh, one was, um, the, I, I, I will defend this through and through, and I, I probably should have said it earlier to, to upset your callers, but the most entertaining film that I saw, streamed during a theater when I saw it in the theater, was actually uh, Don't Breathe 2. Don't was, It was house cinema at its
1: best. Wow. It really was I didn't see the first one.
0: You, don't know, you know. You almost don't need to see the first one, uh, in my opinion. Stephen Lang is a, you know, it's funny. Stephen Lang is a, he's just, you know, he's a very good actor. And there we, whenever he's in a film, there we say, oh, and stage actor Stephen Lang is that, that's supposed to, be uh, yeah. ability. But he plays, you know, he plays, he plays the tough geezer really well because he, you know, not only is he, a tough guy anyway it seems you know he knows how to act anyway it was very well directed wait is this time.
1: the one where everybody has to be really really quiet what is don't breathe too i, I don't know <laughs> no, that's the horror film oh that's so the, what
0: Quiet, whatever it is what no, is this not,
1: what's the premise you know what oh, they say blind. jeff he, by the premise by the flick to,
0: you know he, he tries to well he in the first one he was kind of the villain and here he's not the villain and here he's more like he has to say
1: what's the plot is there a plot what is, it, what is it like John That'll Wick? Take up the rest of the five minutes we have online. I line, don't want so. you to do that. Just never so, mind. Well, the All
0: best right. What well, I saw best was lives- uh, Johnny Dowd. I finally saw Johnny Dowd play. What do you know? In a small venue that I thought was fantastic. All right. Uh, I have to give a shout out to my friends Long Island, uh, a band called Playing Dead, who were fantastic, who opened for. Um, uh, taking Back Sunday, they would they, they have a great 40-minute set of music at the Starland Ballroom. That's not a that dead
1: like tribute that. band playing dead, you would think. That's I, you know, a it's dead funny. Dead I didn't want to have a conversation
0: with them. I just not a, it's not a very good ba- name for the kind of rock and roll they play. You would know, you... You're not the first one to make that observation. Yeah, what would you... in New Jersey, where there were about a dozen dead cover bands.
1: Playing right, playing dead. Without, without I exaggeration. Like I don't like it. I don't it. Tell them to change that fucking name. All right, what else was there? <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, th- this is what I was, a novel I just recently read that came out in 2017. But was, this is What We Do by Tom Hansen. Uh, if you can find oh, it, wow. great.
1: Okay, Sounds good. Right, that was, that was very, good. very, very well done.
0: Right. And uh, yeah. Musically, Erin, uh, I'm going to say her name wrong, but I think her name is Erin Enderling. Uh, she's sort of a country artist. That's the best CD that I, I, I think it came out in 2020. Well, it came out in 2020. But that's the best thing that I've heard lately. These are, this, these are very subjective choices by listen Jeff. i'm
1: glad you did that i didn't remember to put together a best of list and now we got like three <laughs> minutes left in the fucking show and now what am i supposed to do maybe i'll well, just table it. in the
0: spot well you you watch a lot of film and tv what was the best All film right. of tv show? You saw best of tv
1: shows month? of the year uh obviously get back is gonna have to be at the top of that list the, the peter jackson yeah, yeah. eight hour All beatles right. documentary uh succession uh the writing and the acting continues to be brilliant uh, the Other Two, which is uh, on HBO Max, I believe, but produced by Lord Michaels. Very funny show. Molly Shannon is in it. Some of the best writing around, uh, comedy writing around. Uh, also greatly enjoying The Great, which has returned on Hulu for a second season with Elle Fanning as Catherine the Great. Uh, I haven't seen Dickinson yet, so forgive me. I'll get around to it at some point um and what else was i binging well you know the mandalorian i have to i went oh, to the mandalorian oh, oh, oh. pretty so TV fast tv
0: is basically eclipsed. eclipsed movies for you
1: tv uh well i liked the power of the dog we saw that As i mentioned don't look up we saw that but yeah we don't go to the movie theater anymore and we haven't for a while and in terms of reading books oh lord i wish i had the time <laughs> To sit down and read a book—that would be really something. I, I, I did see. I'm a Dune fucking philistine. I was point. very impressed. You did. You said you saw Dune and you liked it. Yeah, I, I caught, caught a liked shift it before did. I left
0: from my, my house, and I, I sort of went out of a sense of obligation, and I ended up—you know—going to do, doing stuff with low expectations can be a wonderful thing.
1: Yeah, you know that's really why the state of New Jersey continues to exist. By the way, <laughs> I mean, when you when you think about it. <laughs> you know <laughs> it,
0: was really, it, was, it was funny You know what was on earlier Before you called Was the David Lynch Dune, And I was, was uh, oh,
1: oh Oh Oh, yeah, oh. I actually
0: saw In the movie theater In Phoenix When it first came
1: out And they handed you A glossary Ooh, I, I hope you kept that That it could be <laughs> Worth I, a few I, bucks i all the things That I've kept I've lost that You yeah. know that credit booklet They handed out When we saw Apocalypse Now That thing's going For three figures On EB, eBay At least I have yours I, I have two I actually have two Jeff Maschie, we're out of road, man. We got like a minute and a half left in the program, (laughs) and then I got to go make uh, some food, and we got to celebrate me and Sweet Tea. Uh, And Sweet Tea continues to uh, be... The reason why any year is livable, including this one. To get through it with her is the only way that I know how. So thank you, Sweet Tea. I remember your wedding very well. uh, It was a good one. You were the sinister minister. That's why you remember it. But uh, (laughs) thanks again to Roger and Marty, our two fine felines. Roger, 14-year-old orange tabby, and uh, Marty, a one-year-old tuxedo cat. They make uh, life worth living as well, as do friends. Thank you to Jim Brown for all the help he provided Last Wednesday, moving, and he will be writing again. And thanks to Jeff Mashey for coming up and seeing the fucking star. <laughs> and then hitting the exchange bar with me, by the way. That was something, huh? Wasn't a great, it something? A great, great, yeah, it was old a dog great dog time. great yeah. time. Great times. That's what we got to hold on to, Jeff, as we age and decay and become once uh, insignificant once more. Thanks again, Jeff. I appreciate All you doing right, this was the last great
0: minute. fun. Happy New Year, and everybody. I, I don't mean to give you the oh, bum's
1: really rush, but you got to go. Alright, All right, thanks. Bye That's Bye-bye. Jeff saying goodbye. Friends, I'll see you in 2022. Whoop de fucking dude. a $2